Yes, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Street Bandits. You're back with your host, Ben Griffith, two wise. Follow me on the IG. But anyway, let's get back to the football what we're really here for. Let's reintroduce the random. First and always, yes, Joe, how are you doing, my bro? How are you feeling today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to another episode of Street Pundits. Uh, talk about the games of the weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. Lovely, lovely. Yes, no, sir. Arrogance. How you say? How you doing, my bro? Talk to me. I'm good. I'm good. Like Joe said, just want to talk about the games, the winners, the losers. You know, even if he drew, smooth, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, and last but not least, the guy who wants to let me be host, but Peter, how you doing, friend? Do you know what? I don't know like the way you send shots at me, you know. You, you come to me and say, oh, let me be host, let me be host. I let you be host. You send shots for me. And it's how you treat me, man. So, you, know, you know, I'm not too happy this week, but, I mean, there's people that know so that are happy with their draws. Fair enough. Anyway. Yeah, you know, you know, um, what do you call it? What does Ben say? He sees through the fake, you know? I see through the fake. Ben's a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> look at happy he is with these draws. Look, look, look at him, he's smiling. He's beaming. <laughs> Let's talk about the biggest game that was going to be in this weekend. Tottenham versus Chelsea ended in 0-0. Got a Chelsea fan right here. No, so tell us, how do you think the whole game went altogether? Um, overall, the game, it was very boring, isn't it? So, so boring. Like, I mean, the first half had a couple moments, couple highlight rows from from Tottenham more so like you know Enzombele was just balling out in midfield I mean Bergwijn had a couple sprints that was exciting other than that it wasn't anything too well, exciting sprints, did you say? yeah he got past the players isn't it? got past the players got right. past a couple of players that maybe that wasn't the correct terminology to use but you, you get the gist you know over it wasn't it was, from, from a neutral perspective it wasn't fun. It wasn't exciting. What's like this? It keeps on going. These big teams playing against each other, and they're calling it a tactical, whatever they want to call it. Like it's getting boring now. Like just play football. Five years ago, it wasn't like this. Ten years ago, it wasn't like this. When top teams play, they express themselves. You see, Nani doing rainbow flick over Gail Kalishi. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I want to see that. Man, don't want to see five man, five five man defense, and then. When they're on the ball, no, six men sit deep, and then Endombele drops as a DM, and then Harry Kane comes in, sits back, seven, ten men behind the ball. Man's not trying to see that. Man's not trying to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's getting a bit frustrating. Like, but anyway, let me move back to the topic. Like, we, we just, Chelsea as a whole, we didn't really pressure Tottenham defence. And I feel like because Rodan was Rodan's first game, we, we didn't really exploit him. We didn't exploit him. We didn't exploit him. Like, I mean, he, was, he made a couple of mistakes, and we didn't exploit that. If Tammy was, if I think Giroud, that was a perfect game for Giroud in all honesty. If Giroud started from the balls that um, Reese James and Ziyech put in, we could have caused a bit more damage. Obviously, you can't do much about it. You just move on and collect the one point. He was telling me right now, Tammy's not good enough. That's what he just said right now. That's what I'm getting from that. I mean, we could say Obama is not good enough because he hasn't scored in the past. Oh, my games, God. Why did we deflect? Why did we deflect? Answer the question, bro. Uh, yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. Because you don't score in the one game, does that mean you're not good enough as a striker? Yeah. I'm asking you. Question. you. You said, you said, that's what you said. That game was for Giroud altogether. Yes or no? That's what you said, yeah? And there's some games that are tailored, tailor-made for different strikers. For example, I'll give you one game. The Champions League final, um, um, Spurs versus Liverpool. Lucas should have started instead of Kane, but because of the magnitude of the game, 
the starting king. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's games tailor-made for some players. That's the type of game that was tailor-made for Drew because he's good at them one-touch finishes. He's good at holding up the play black. And he's much more experienced against a young centre-back. Jerodin's 23. First game in the Prem. So, you know what I'm saying? I see for the fake, man. But I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, this guy, what are you about? <laughs> I got, um, boy, I'm guessing we all watched the game. Let's be real. That game was shocking. Let's be real. That was yeah, shocking. So boring. Um, I don't know what to say. I don't know where to go from this. Like, Move on. Move on from that game, man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Yeah. I think that game was just like a game of two managers who just didn't want to be the ones to make the mistake of like costing the game or losing the game and players as well. So you can tell like with every player they weren't like they it's like they were scared to be the one to make the mistakes so they'll go sideways or they'll make the five yard pass or the six yard pass but like sometimes you just gotta throw more at it and like just try and win it. Like especially with Chelsea. I think Chelsea probably the more onus is on them. So you can see in the second half when Reese James started putting more balls in in the box. Um, Chilwell started putting more balls in the box. Yeah, started doing more balls. Like those chances there to be had, but they were just going sideways. They weren't really like attacking. Like obviously, both teams were just sort of happy with the draw. So it's a bit disappointing, but yeah, it's not great watching neutral. But what can you do? I listen. I thought Lampard would have clocked on in the first half of what the game was going to be like, and I don't know why no managers do this no more, but. Only I've only seen Southampton do it, but put the yeah. two strikers up front. Like, let's see what actually happens with two strikers up front. But yeah, I'm yeah, I get I get that because obviously they want to. You said that, like they want to occupy the two defenders, isn't it? But mm, yeah. obviously you lose a body in midfield, so you probably become less stable, and you obviously think that these men might hit you on the counter attack. I don't think you even needed the midfield too tough in that game, to be fair, because it was just them not just putting six at the back. They were just holding off the two wingers. If you put it out wide, they will help you more. But yeah, well, let's, just, let's just move on. The, the most exciting game in my eyes in the, this weekend Southampton versus United. Southampton go 2 0 up. Edison Cavani comes on half time and just does a mad thing. So, Joe, talk to us. How did the whole game go for you? Edison Cavani, what a player. What a player, man. He is a player, man. That's what a proper forward does. Put your head where it hurts. That first goal, yeah, that's a that's a forward's goal. That's where, no, I don't think any other forward in the Premier League does that. I'll be honest, right now, I can't see any easy, other forward. Easy, oh, easy, easy, all right, easy. It's a good goal, easy, goal, easy, goal, easy. Right, goal, easy. That, type goal, that type of goal, that goal. I've seen Harry Kane do it. No. Burnley or Crane right now, Burnley or Crane as well. I've seen Harry Kane do it, I've seen... Easy, easy. But yeah, it was, it was good to carry on. So it was good. Anyway, no. And what, what can I say? I said Bruno Fernandes is uh, one of the players of the season so far and he comes and delivers again from open play as well. <laughs> so, I know all you rival fans don't like him and call him a pen merchant, but um, he scored from open play. So, yeah. And he's got the same amount of goals and assists, goal involvements as in many games. So, yeah. So... Back out with stats as well, just uh, on the performance. But uh, Cavani, even a second goal was good. Um, but Southampton yes. are good side, I'll be honest. They are a good side as well. Um, more proud on free kicks is actually uh, like a penalty. So there's no point free kicks away. You see the first the first corner, is that, whose fault was that? Because some people say, is it the Gayers' fault? Or who's, who's, whose fault would you say that is? Um, I'd say it's Rashford's because... Okay. Uh, 
Ben Benrick in it, Benrick or whatever yeah. name is, right in front of Rashford, um, and that's his job. Because I think Tellez was on the near post space, and it's obviously gone over his head. But Rashford should have been tighter to Benrick. But saying that it is a brilliant delivery by Jake Warprouse, um, and it, and we all know he's a free kick specialist, dead ball specialist. Like even around the box, there's no point giving free kicks away. Like it's, it's yeah. it was actually. Goke, like he's free kicks. He's the best in the league at free kicks. I'd say, personally, I don't see. I don't. I think he scored the most free kicks like the last two years or whatever. Like I saw some stat, but yeah, no, it was a good win. Uh, obviously, Cavani popped up last minute with a goal. Great, good header. Uh, good ball in by Rashford as well. So yeah, we move on to PSG tomorrow, and uh, hopefully, we put them in the Europa League with Arsenal. So, yeah. Cavani, Cavani to send PSG into Europa League. We'd love to see it. What's that? What's that? I'm just thinking like Southampton all together, like they've actually turned around that. Remember at the start of the season against Tottenham when they lost 6 0? They've turned it around very, very good to be fair. I think they're doing actually a good job. So shout out they to lost. them. Oh, that game when um what's it called when Oh yeah, and Harry Kane and so on done that. But yeah, I wasn't touching that that Bruno point though before we move on. Moving on quite quickly. Um yeah, that Bruno like you can't beat a guy like he's just so inevitable. Like and it comes to the point where it's just like even if he's having having a terrible game, you just know he's gonna pop up with something, like and it can't actually be by mistake. Like after like I can't lie, like when I was first watching him, I was thinking, nah, this guy's just getting lucky. Like surely, like it's got to, right, it's got to stop, right? This run's got to stop. But I think Maybe he's, he's just like he's positional. He's just got a sense of danger, so he knows where the danger is. So he's always in the positions for them, like tap-ins, them goals. Like his sense of danger is just so high. So like he's just always in the danger areas, and he's gonna get goals like that, man. And every, everything he does is like he wants to fall something with everything he does. And yeah, like a lot of it, it looks terrible. It doesn't come off, but it will come off eventually. Like high volume means high high amount of like goal assist or goals or assist, you know what I'm saying? So it happens. It doesn't look pretty because like, I think we get the same sort of criticism as Salah as well because people say, oh, Salah's not a good player because he takes a lot of shots and that. Well, it doesn't matter because if he takes a lot of shots, it means goals are going to come eventually. You know what I'm saying? So like, you yeah. should be right when he's not taking the shots, he's not getting positions. That's when you should be right. If he's taking a lot of shots, like, what's your, what's your, like, what's your problem? <laughs> what's the issue? You know what I'm saying? He's, he's going to score like eventually, like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just piggyback. I thought I'd piggyback on that because I feel like Seller and Trent as well, and people like that get the same sort of criticism where they do like a high volume of something, and people people don't really like it. Like, say, um, like, sorry, go. You're putting Bruno and Seller in the same bracket right now. No, when you do something as a high volume, when you do something to a high volume. So Bruno does like part like how can I say it like three balls and. Then Tyler passes a lot, like a lot. He loses so that means he loses the ball a lot as well. And in the same way that Seller, he takes shots a lot. So when you do something that's high volume, it doesn't always look the best, but it gets results at the end of the day, it gets stats. And the same way people say, Oh, Trent spams crosses. Trent does spam crosses, but how many sisters he get in the season? You know what I'm saying? Same way with the Bruyne, he spams. So yeah. It's only a special amount of players that can be like, Oh, I took one shot and took one goal, you know what I'm saying? Like mm, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, no, I feel you, I feel you. Um, moving on to the next game, Liverpool-Brighton, the early kickoff of the of the weekend. Ended 
Um, I'm just going to go and show that I think that's a penalty, to be honest. I think that's a red card as well, because that is shocking from Andy Robinson. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous for him. What? Does anyone else disagree with me? What's going on here? Bro, I feel like Ben just skipped through all of these matches so quickly just to get this point up. There was a lot of highlights in the game, don't you think? I think it was quite a highlight of the game. Is it? No, yeah. not really. Those offsides, those catches, <laughs> those goals, the goals. Everybody just skipping past everything just to put his agenda through. Yeah, but I think all them decisions were correct. They, they there, was a miss, the right there was a missed penalty as well. Like, come on, we skipped. The game wasn't the most yeah, exciting yeah, yeah. game, but there was a lot of things to talk about. Let's miss that. Let's talk about the main point now. Uh, Liverpool fans are actually angry. Peter, this is why you're angry because you thought that was a penalty at the end. Yes or no? Do you think that was a penalty? Yes or no? Um. Well, the reason why I would say no is because of his reaction. Welbeck's reaction is way too late. So, he falls in stages. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, you can't be falling in stages. Like, and then no one... And obviously, I, to be honest, I didn't actually watch the game because I was playing football at the time. So, I didn't watch the game. But my... So, when I looked at it, I looked at it back. And what I look at, because I didn't watch it at the time, I look at, all right, what's everyone's reactions? Is everyone, everyone else complaining? No one complains. Literally, no one. None of these team members complain. He's, the ref doesn't even like acknowledge it sort of thing. And then Welbeck that falls in stages because he thinks, ah, oh, we've lost the ball here. If, if, if they didn't lose the ball, he, he still would have stayed up. But, yeah, it is what it is, man. You can't can't complain forever. Like, you just got to go with, go with the flows, man. Like, VAR, like, it's, it's a, I feel like it's a thing where it's in every single game now. You can't avoid it. Like, every, even, like, the what Arsenal Villa game on Monday, that, that, that ends up being a highlight of it. That ended up being a highlight of our game. Like, it's in every single, like, this is the main event in every game. Like, <laughs> so it is what it is. Do you, do you think it's um, more down to the actual referee and, like, the people that are actually making decisions or the referees on the pitch that are not staying, like, strong to the actual, what they're actually seeing? What do you actually think? Because when VAR was introduced, it was to actually help them miss the, the little bits that they couldn't see. But now it's like, it's it. Just doing everything to be honest. It's going way fast, doing what do you actually even altogether? I mean, with with the offsides, I, I, me personally, offsides is to stop a person going, and that was what the rule was made for. Like, and obviously, when someone's half centimeter shoulders offside, I think that's for me personally, that's a bit of a big reach in it because you, you're not at an advantage if your shoulder is five centimeters ahead or behind or whatever you call it. I just think like they should assess it properly and really think about how they're going to utilize it in the coming years because, you know, big big game like big games. So like for example, the the Liverpool Spurs game that was when VAR was mainly introduced and I think this isn't like that. Obviously, he it touched his hand. That's that's that was effective. But like Everton versus um, Everton versus Liverpool, that was shocking. Like you guys can agree with that the offside. Um, I forgot who was offside, but. It was absolutely shocking. He was like literally Mane. half a centimeter. Mane. Yeah, Mane was offside. Like, come on, that that it shouldn't be like that. I should. That's it. Breaking the game. Like, he's not offside. He's not offside. You all know that he's not offside. Nah, so man, offside, 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 bro. No, it's Anything. not. I don't think it is. I don't think that. If, if you what, so is your shoulder is your shoulder at an advantage? I'm asking you that. Is your shoulder, you could score. You could score with your shoulder. Bro. So you're, so you're, no, no. Let's say like a third of your face is offside. Wait, I want to say something as well. Ben, how do you know it's offside? Because you, in the Stockley Park here, they have 24 frames of of the images they use um, to to sort of see, like, when it stopped. And the thing is, yeah, 24 frames, and they choose to use, like, two or three of them. 
how do you know which one they're using? And like, is it is it so? Is it when the ball leaves the foot, or is it when like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it could be at any point. And the lines as well. The lines not even straight. Like, it's all over the place. No, no one knows what's going on in Stockley Park at all. So you, by you think it's offside, you don't even know it's offside. I, I, I think it's a work in progress. There's 24 frames of like, of so from what, one angle on a weekend it looked like Salah's onside. Another angle looks like Salah's offside. So like <laughs> you're basically picking and choosing like so it's it's mental like yeah it's just mental. I think I That's think all. yeah. First of all yeah, obviously the line thing. It's it's obviously a work in progress. This is the the first full season going into today. I swear, or is it the second? I think second. it's the second. Oh, it's still new. It's still new. If you get me, so it's still they're still getting used to it. But I think it's slightly working to be fair. Obviously, there's some little things that need to be touched, but with the offside and that, so, I can't complain with that. So, basically, you're, so when they're level, they're offside then. That's what you're basically saying. When they're sort of level, they're offside, and then when they're... Because the attacker doesn't get the advantage anymore. Of course not. It's, so, it's, not so, about, it's, not about, it's not about anyone getting the advantage. It's about being fair, if you get me. But you also, like, don't, don't you think the defensive um, team gets the, the, gets the advantage then? No, not really. Because when, when they're level... More, more or less, it goes to the um, defensive team. Would you, would you not agree? If you're, like I said, if you're offside, you're offside, bro. But then, like, I'm saying they're level. They're basically level. Would you say the money one's offside? Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? The money one. I can't the remember the money. And up, and up, I can't remember the money. Even the Salah one. We're about to bump, 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 for the against, bump for the against Palace. Bump for the against Palace. I can't remember. I, it was level. I can't remember all of these ones you mentioned, but the Ollie Watkins ones this weekend. <laughs> I think that was it. I think that was it. And then yesterday, the okay, what? the Watkins one. He fouls. He fouls. Mings throws him, so his arms are like outstretched, and then that's the offside. Wait, you mean Obono? Obono throws him. Oh, I don't know who was it. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, I'm gonna say I don't know why I'm saying he's on teammate, but yeah, gonna throws him and he's offside like that. <laughs> he's offside, bro. Like he can't argue with it. Like he's actually offside. But he he's threw him offside. into that position. He didn't throw it. They were like, if you watch it closely, they were holding each other. Obviously, Ming's. I'm not Ming. Sorry, Watkins is trying to gain his balance, and that's what pulls him offside. He's offside. Because he can score with his shoulder or his armpit, whatever you want to say, but he can score with it. That's what I think. Offside is offside. You can't argue the offside, I swear down. The goals, the penalties in that, yes, it's, it's suspect. It's red cards, everything's suspect. But offside, I can't argue the offside, to be fair. I mean, I've, I've read um, something regarding how they want to change it or alter it. In the area of these, so for the fans that I don't know, the Netherlands League... Um, they've got their lines are five centimeter thick, so it's more fair. That's how they want to do it, and obviously the Premier League want to adopt that. So I don't know that could cause a little bit of speculation or controversy. But I, sorry, Joe, they need to change um, where it's interpreted for to be offside. It needs to be like because at the moment I think it's a shirt or something like it's a shirt sleeve. Um, but like I think at the uh, uh, like it should be the actual like maybe the top of the shoulder or something like that mm -hmm. or like there actually needs to be like clear daylight between the player or and the defender maybe or something like that there needs to be a better in interpretation of when it is offside or not but I think I do kind of agree with Ben that the five centimetre thick uh, lines that's quite a good thing actually if you think about it but I do agree with Ben when you say 
like offside is offside at the end of the day. But there needs to be a like interpretation of when it is actually offside. When is that class? Like, is that the head or is it the shoulder or is it clear daylight or is it like that? That needs to be interpreted. That needs to be changed in the laws. I think uh, that does. Yeah, point there, point. So, moving on to... Hey, hey, bro, let me... Can I... Let me talk on my team, bro. Let me talk on my... Man just asked me about offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let the boy talk, man. Yeah, so, in terms of... um, just. I can't even hear you. So, what do you say, sir? I said... How do you think the whole game went all together? Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, yeah, like, just in terms of, um, I think we start, first of all, the lineup. hey, that lineup looked very, very weak. Like, when I was looking at it, I was thinking, yo, like, obviously we had Nico Williams right back. He's um, very young. Obviously, he's not easy to come in and try and um, replace Trent, probably the best right back, like, in the Premier League. So, very, very hard to come in and replace him. But, yeah, he's trying, but, I don't know. I don't think he's ready to win this. Like, it's hard. Like, for, to ask the younger to come in in Premier League Champions and start right back, like, proper hard. So, but yeah. And then also we got like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, what's his name now? Uh, centre back, so who was with uh, Matip? Um, oh, uh, Nat Phillips. Yeah, we got Nat Phillips. He's playing um centre back with um, um, was it Fabinho or Matip that started? I think it was Fabinho. Yeah, Fabinho that started with him, and then Robertson. Like, but yeah, it's just looking like a very makeshift, makeshift team. And then we got Minamino coming in as well, playing, trying to play centre mid. And then Mane got rested, and then the usual whatever front three. So I just feel like in terms of our team, like I think Brian probably played better first half from what I gathered, and when I watched it back, Brian probably outplayed us first half. They probably should have took their chances. Connolly probably should have scored. Um, yeah, and they had the best of the chances. And then obviously we got James Milner got injured as well as a result of getting the schedule and stuff like that. But I don't really want to touch on the clock, whatever, schedule thing like that's. I mean, that's that's a, a more of a thing of, like, the Premier League and BT Sport and everyone just having to look at that themselves and the bigger teams. Um, but, yeah, so, like, and we, so we have Curtis Jones having to come on, play right back, and then Henderson's come on. And I feel like we, we got much better when Henderson come on. So, as Henderson, as you are, like, a top-class player, when Henderson comes on, the game changes and we start controlling the game. Jota, Jota is just on fire, man. Like, everything touches just turns into gold. Like, that boy can do no wrong. I feel like when you're playing a team that creates chances like that, he's just eating. So, at Wolves, as he has to do a lot of defensive work, like, probably start, um, like, higher up. He's, he's starting now higher up the pitches, so he's getting more chances on the end of stuff a lot more. Whereas, at Wolves, just do a lot of the dog work and he's just, he's just on fire. But, um yeah, just in terms of the team, like I think one-one, it's not, it's not a great result. I'm not really happy with it, but at the same time, it's not a bad result. I think the main thing we have to do is basically just stay afloat with the people at the top of the table until our foot players come back. If that makes sense. So that means our players who are not like squad depth and who are other our squad, they need to step up. So your Minaminos, your Kurt Strong's has to be fair. Your Nico Williams, they need to really step up and try and bridge the gap until you've got the likes of Trent, um, Henderson, Thiago, even, like, all them men start coming back, KR, to the team, and then we'll be, we'll be all right. But, like, yeah, we just need to stay, just, a, just stay one, two, three, like, in those positions until at least January. If we stay until January, I'm confident 
Premier League's ours, but yeah. We just gotta stay stay afloat, basically. Stay alive and not lose too many games between them. But yeah. No, so you wanna to touch anything on Liverpool? Um, no, I think obviously PR touched on most of the things that I was gonna say. I think their squad players just need to turn up when when they get an opportunity. Obviously they'll get more opportunity, but the big boys the big boys aren't aren't um, yeah, the likes of Thiago Van Dijk, even Gomez per se, you know what I'm saying? Like the regulars. So like I don't know, like they just have to especially in a big game, they just have to really fight. Liverpool because Liverpool they're, they're the champions and they've been um, contended for the ch- title for the past two, three years and obviously they just need to hold that. Yeah. But the likes I, of like, I think the good like thing is that we play most Origi, of our big games as well. But can, let me touch the likes of Origi, Nick Williams, Shakiri, those are the ones that are questionable because they've been given an opportunity on multiple occasions but they're just like mm-hmm, sometimes when I watch it, that's when I watch it. But, no, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Still, wait. Uh, let's move on to the most shocking result of the five <laughs> 0 to Manchester City against Burnley. And you know, my it's... guy John Stones said, "Where you coming for?" <laughs> wait, I thought you were gonna go. My guy John Stones steps in and puts in a an offensive class performance. Like, what are you look on about, man? Stop messing around. But yeah, Morris steps up with a hat trick. Phil Foden comes off the bench, gets an assist. Listen, Man City, what we say? Back in the race. That's what I'm thinking. Anyone else want to dispute this? Uh, to be honest, do you know that they've beat Burnley five, three times in a row, 5 0. So I feel like if they wasn't, yeah, three times in a row at home, 5 0, three times. So if they didn't win that game, at least by a minimum of two, three goals, then it would have been a wrap this year. So. But yeah, I think it just shows that they're still on the running. Move on to the next game: Arsenal versus Wolves. You can't, you can't ignore the. I don't want to lose my Patrick. <laughs> I said it. I said the Morris Patrick. What's this guy on about? What's the Morris Patrick? I can't keep up, man. Boss, let's move. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, yeah, man. Arsenal versus Wolves, um, two one ended full time. I don't know if anyone else watched the game, but yeah, we all watched it. I'm, I'm drained. I'm drained. We all man. It. And uh, I've come here. I've defended him every single week. You know, it's, not, it's going over my head now. The Spanish little accent now. It's, it's pissing me off now. I say that now. And then you just you just sit there. He's changed formation, which I like, but you know he's put he's put he's put Woolock in there. He's a hard worker, but he's not going to create stuff for you, are you, is he? We've got one no Dan because people don't want to go in people's faces. They wanna they wanna back off until they they touch the goalkeeper's um, blooming goal. You know it's just shocking everything that's happening. The defending is bad. There's no attack, and there's this Brazilian guy who's a fraud. He's come from Chelsea and he's absolutely whack in my eyes. He, that boy cannot play football, I tell you that now. And it's it's just shocking from everyone. I'm the boy up front. You know, I've defended him. He can't I, I don't know if he could actually play up front no more. I swear, no so stop laughing though, so I'm being serious here, but I don't think he can play up front because he can't link play. 
he, even when he was playing up front, he was still drifting out wide. It's like, bro, if you want to go up front, like, stay up. Oh, that's frustrating. Anyone else want to take the lead? Because it's going to get me angry to talk about them. <laughs> Wolves played well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. Wolves actually played well. I think Wolves... I'll be honest, I thought Wolves dominated the whole game until like the 80th minute, 75th minute. But that's what Arsenal are. Arsenal are a mid-table team now. You just have to get used to it. The sooner you get used to it, move on. I'm sorry, Pedence and uh, Traore were having field days. They were actually was. Man like Neto as well. What a goal. The Pedence one. Disgusting. How can you dink Gabriel like that and then bag it top ends? That is disgusting. Okay. Is it? Also, I don't really bang it top ends. Actually played badly though, like badly. Like they didn't play like terrible. They played it okay, like but lack of confidence. Yeah. That's it. Just lacking in confidence, I think. Well, like I said, uh, there's no positives I can really say from the, the whole game. You know, it used to be like, oh, we're not conceding. Still conceding. It used to be like, oh, at least, you know, we, we're staying defensively strong. You, it's just, oh, I can't. And let me tell you something. Connor Cody, he played first time in the back four, boy. That boy looks like a, a duck in water because everyone was calling him about he can't play, he can only play in a three. But he's, he's my top five, like I said. And no one wants to talk about it. That boy is something else. I'm just saying that now. Yeah, you're looking at me like I said something crazy. You got something to say, mate? Yeah, I'm waiting for you to analyse Arsenal, mate. Next Liverpool graduate. <laughs> Can we some more? What, what's going wrong? What's Arteta? You know, I thought Arteta was the graduate of Pep. Um, obviously, he came from Pep. He's going to install this massive philosophy. You know, you guys said that you scored the same goal twice with Aubameyang. You know, look at the positions. Tierney's in the same position. as made in that position. Blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, what, what's going wrong? Because, you know, I thought, you know, wait, I said Emery, Emery, so Emery, he, um, he left when you guys were eighth. Emery, why are you talking about Emery, though? Yeah, because that's where he came from, innit? So, I want to see the improvement. So, exactly a year ago, he left when you guys were eighth, and then now you guys are, what, 14? Exactly a year ago, yeah? Yeah. So, what what do you think's improved since then? Uh, It's a big problem. (laughs) You're eighth, and you you got to 14th. What what do you... what is the problem? Uh, you tell me what the problem is. Can I add my two pence or? Go on, sorry, sorry. I just want to say, I just want to say, what's improved? Nothing's improved. Just be real now. Come on, let's be real. Nothing's improved. It's, uh, I hate saying it every week, but it's still a work in progress. About it. it's, it's, com- it's confusing at the same time, though, because, yeah. You get the United win, they you lose three in a row, I think, or is it two? One and two. And now we've got Tottenham next week. I don't think we're going to watch the game, I'm going to be honest. I don't think we're going to watch the game. I can't, can't watch the game. But God knows, I'm going to Go ahead. Mm, I personally feel like with Arteta, he's still he's still showing favouritism towards some players. Like the likes of Bellerin. I think Bellerin has had shocking performances in the past couple of weeks. And yet he's still playing. Mainly Niles, who still gets scored off for England, it's still oh, on yeah. the bench when he plays. He get he plays. He plays well. Then the likes of 
uh, let's say Willock, just because he has one good, one or two good games in Europa, he's playing him. Is he the best man for the job? Then William, just because he came from Chelsea, he's playing him on the wing of false nine or whatever he's doing. He's still getting played time after time. He needs to look at really what he wants to what he wants from the team. Like does does he want bad performances from individuals? Or like he like, like Saliba, he came in the summer. He's not playing him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And his and his partner from Leicester, he's getting game time after game time. Europa League, Premier League, you know, both ninety minutes, and he's he's younger than him by one year. We need to look at this because there's a bigger there's a bigger theme of like okay, he's just getting unlucky results. But this is just an experience, in my opinion, from a manager. Yeah. Like just because Willian is Willian, don't mean you have to play him every week. Just <laughs> just because Bellerin is a, has been the face of the Arsenal's right back for the past X amount of years, don't mean you have to play him every week. Yeah. He's had stinkers ever since, like the Aston Villa, game. like poor performances, and yet you're still playing him. What is that? What statement are you setting as a manager? Yeah, what I, 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 I manager? agree with Nonsa. I think Nonsa's made some excellent points there. Like in terms of, you have to look. Like we can't just say because I'll tell you, you can't ask questions of him. He's like, bro, questions have to be asked of everyone. Like even the way he's handled the situations, or his manner manager looks to be not very good, if I'm honest, because the way he's handled the Saliba situation, his man management. I said he's not looking Ooh, to me. What situation? What situation? So the Saliba situation, he's left, he, he's got a player and he's left him out of his team for, for what, like five, six months? And he's come out and he come out and said, oh, it's a shame that I can't call up upon him. You're the one that left him out, G. What the hell? But yeah, and then Ozil as well. Ozil, he's left him mm. out, like, out from nowhere. Just put him in the freezer, put him in the cold. Like, so I think your first 10, what, 11, 12 games... Ozil started all of them. He said, oh, yeah, I used to play with Ozil. I know what Ozil's like, blah, blah, blah. Remember when you were saying that? He said, oh, I know what Ozil's like. So, from lockdown, boom. <laughs> Number three seed again. <laughs> After lockdown, like, where's that come from? Like, this is this is not good management, man. And then, like, oh, he said it's for footballing reasons. Are you sure? Uh, it's not Are you sure? Let's be real. Like, that's that's not that's not good football. Like, that's not that's not good man management. And then even you look at the Pepe situation. So I feel like with Pepe, when he, he got sent off, that was that was bad. But he comes out and says, "Oh, that's unacceptable." Like he says it like two or three times as well. And I just think that's a bit harsh. Like to to come what's out and say, wait, wait, "What's he meant to say with that one?" What's he meant to say? Was it? No, but so so wait. So I know. So the actual quotes was, uh, "How do you think Arsenal's game went or whatever?" He says, "Oh, you're all playing well first half." And then second half, Pepe got sent off. That's unacceptable. So he kind of like drew him out, out of nowhere. Like out of nowhere, just drew him out. And I was thinking, huh? And he said that two or three times or two or three, four, four times. Like he just said out of nowhere to say, oh yeah. So basically he sort of said that they looked they drew the game because Pepe got sent off. When it's like, well, these are kind of popular you firstly in the first half. They're all playing better than you. And then Jesus the must bring this up as well, because the press conference on a Monday, he comes out and says, you know, Pepe's still part of my plans. Like I still like him. He's a very good player, sort of thing. So it's like he kind of felt bad, like in a way. Because he's now sort of changed his tune and started like, so I, I did like three isolated situations where I just don't think his man management has been very good there at all. The Saliba situation, also situation, and an experience showing, in my opinion, just the yeah. Showing. I just feel like you you don't see like a club like that getting drawn into games like that, which is fair enough. He's, he's only first year management, but I don't know what you guys think on that. Yeah, obviously, there's another incident that happened after the. Man United game. Young Edison Cavani has come out and he said similar phrases which Sora said a couple a couple years ago, but almost 
almost half a decade ago. And what, what do you think about the whole situation? Um, I'll go to John on that because you are a United fan. What do you actually think? Do you think what do you think has to happen altogether? Um, I feel like he needs to get. A, um, I think did Suarez get banned of like two games or like three games? No, it was ten. Yeah, no, yeah. no, but that wasn't that to Evra, was that? Yeah, during the game. It was the ever during the game, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like he... Um, obviously, it's... Um, I feel like it's... Uh, like, he needs more education, like, obviously. But I do feel like Cavani does... He, like, he should get, like, a couple of, like... Two ga- a three-game ban, I think they said. Um, obviously, it's like... Um, like, yeah, obviously, he's come to a different culture and he, he doesn't quite understand uh, the culture. Uh, that's not acceptable in... Um, this culture that's not acceptable to say something like that mm-hmm. um, so yeah I feel like a two game ban three game ban maybe um, and um, some education as well I think uh, Odegon Solskjaer said it today in his press conference that um, people from South American countries or um, just other different cultures just in general need to have more education on this subject um, because obviously that's not acceptable in this culture so yeah mm. Yeah, you know, so what do you think? We were talking about it earlier, but what do you actually think I mean, about the whole thing? Initially, I was a bit confused because um, if you watch a lot, if you know about South American culture or Latin American culture, I'm assuming all of us do have a little knowledge on that. You do understand what that means. But obviously, I think Peter in midweek, he, he said a couple of points that, that really, I would say, opened my eyes a bit. He said, in any contents, it shouldn't be said. And obviously, you, you mentioned that if they allow it to continue, it's going to continue with a chain reaction. It's going to become more acceptable to the norm. People that aren't public figures or people are just from other ethnic backgrounds that come into the UK, they're going to start saying the term. And then before you know it, it's going to be hard to, harder to control. And then we're going to be like, oh, X, Y, Z said it. And so-and-so said it. So if you stop the, if you stop the initial, initial um, thing that happened, there won't be a chain reaction. And obviously... Cavani obviously didn't say no malice, but aftercare and education should be put onto him after he gets his ban or or any consequence that he gets or whatever you call it. So I, I do think Cavani never he never intended to um, hurt someone or you know be rude to anyone or insult anyone. But it's just a thing of no one was susceptible in our culture because at the end of the day, UK is quite a multi multicultural um, country and we just need to. Educate the, play, the players that come here from South America, Africa, or wherever it may be. So, yeah, that's just my viewpoint on him. I think he should get free game then as well. Peter, what do you, what do you think altogether, mate? Yeah, I agree, I agree with Nosa, 100%. Education, and yeah, yeah, more education. It's all about education, really. And it's not what's acceptable, it's not acceptable. Yeah. Um, I was watching Gary Neville earlier this week and he was saying that and instead of waiting until it actually happens, I think when they actually come into the UK or England, should I say, and actually sign for a club, they should actually do a little bit of, um, not yeah, I was going to say reading, but actually take a course or something like to actually say like, this is the right thing and this is the right way to actually do stuff. And I think that's a good plan, but it's actually up to the FA if they're actually going to follow through with it. I do think a ban is needed because obviously it's not acceptable. I'm not going to say how long because I don't really 
I wouldn't know the numbers, but yeah, man. Obviously, don't want to take. We're taking the knee. Everyone's taking the knee for a reason, and I wouldn't say he meant it in a malicious way, but it needs to stop right now, in it, I guess. And yeah, man. As always, lovely episode, guys. Thanks for coming in. Um, follow up, follow us on every social media platform, Street Pundits, and we're out for another episode. Lovely.